Hey everybody, Tanya from Colorado. Have you heard of attraction marketing, but you're not sure how you can use it to build your business? Um, today, I'm actually going to uncover some of the truths and the myths about attraction marketing and talk about, sorry guys, just getting rid of something, and talk about um, how you can use it to build your business. So as you're hopping on, go ahead and drop your name, where you're from in the comments so I can say hello. Hey Bart, thanks for coming in from Cleveland. Debbie, I see you're on as well. Hey, how you doing? Um, go ahead and drop your name, where you're from in the comments, and uh, today we're going to give a, a little bit of talking about attraction marketing and talk about some of the things that are myths, some common myths. I'm gonna actually cover four common myths about attraction marketing. And then I'm also gonna talk about what attraction marketing is. And hey, Alicia, thanks for coming in from Tennessee. Uh, what attraction marketing is and how you can use it to build your business. Hey, Chuck, I see that you're on as well. Barbara, thanks for coming in from North Carolina, nice. Hey, Santa Fe, hey, Ruth, thanks for joining. All right, we're just building up an audience here. Hi, Helen, from Canada. What part of Canada? Tell me what part of Canada you're coming in from. All right, so let's go ahead and hop into it. I'm actually gonna start with um, four, hey Chuck. <laughs> I'm gonna start with four common myths. Um, hey Mary Jo, thanks for coming on. Four common myths that you hear about attraction marketing, especially ones that I've heard um, a little more recently, and you know, let's just kind of talk about them. So, myth number one is attraction marketing is posting your the name of your company and the name of your products all over your page, whether it be a personal page or a fan page, depending on how you're how you're building. But um, attraction marketing is posting the name of your products, the name of your company. Hey Norm, hey Colleen, all over your page. Um, that is actually not attraction marketing. Attraction marketing is the opposite of that, which is creating curiosity around your products, curiosity around you, curiosity around your brand. Um, so that's just, it's a myth that's out there that's just not true. That's number one. Number two, attraction marketing means that you have to have this bold, huge personality. Guess what? That's not true either. Attraction marketing is actually about you being you and attracting your tribe, right? The people who resonate with who you are, who you really are as a person. So you don't have to be this big, bold, um, you know, over the top personality. Just be yourself because those are your people. Hey, Rachel coming in from Sacramento. Hi, Bart. Yep. Old school. You got it. <laughs> That's so true. That's how they define it for sure. Uh, myth number three, me, attraction marketing means that you never have to actually talk to anybody. This is not true, guys. Just because you build online doesn't mean that you lose the human element. Hey, Debbie, thanks for hopping on. Um, it doesn't mean that you lose the human element of building a network marketing business, right? Um, just because you're building online, you're using attraction marketing doesn't mean that you never have to talk to people. In fact, you absolutely have to still connect with people and still have, you know, video chats or maybe it's over instant messenger, but you know, online, but you still have to have that connection and that conversation. So that's definitely a myth that I've heard. And then the fourth one is that, and I've heard this two ways, um, either attraction marketing requires no money for advertising or it requires massive amounts of money for advertising. Guess what guys, neither one is true. Um, you, need, you do need some money for advertising, but you don't need massive amounts of money for advertising. Hey Carol, hey Tony, thanks for hopping on guys. Um, so you do need some, but you don't need massive amounts. 
And that's the other myth. So we're gonna kind of talk about now what attraction marketing is. But before we do, I want you to tell me which of those four have you heard as a myth for attraction marketing? So which of the four have you been told um, uh, that's known as repelling marketing? I love that, Colleen. Yes, there you go. Placing your company links and products everywhere. Yes, that's a pretty common one that people have heard. So kind of let me know in the, in the uh, comments which one of the four you guys have heard and which one has been a little more a little more common for you. I wanna make sure this is resonating. Okay, and Colleen, love it. Yeah, that one is one I've heard actually quite a bit. So totally get it. Um, okay, so let's talk about, there's actually four parts to attraction marketing and I'm gonna break it down and keep it to four simple parts um, so that we can kinda narrow it down, right? And define it and make it a little more clear. The first part is building an audience. That's the first part of attraction marketing. And when you build an audience, not all audiences are created equal. So wouldn't it make sense that, you, calling one through four, awesome. Uh, wouldn't it make sense that when you're building an audience that you first have to define who it is that you want to attract to you, right? Who it is that you want to establish as your audience when you're building online. And so this means that you've got to understand who your target market is. Who is it that you're really trying to attract and build as an audience? Hey, Becky, thanks for hopping on. Um, so that's step one is building an audience. So I thought today I would give, cause some people this idea of a target market is um, kind of out there and it's, it's a little hard to get the definition around. So I thought I would give you guys um, eight questions and I am gonna read them cause I don't wanna forget. Um, eight questions that you guys can use to help define your target market. And one of the simplest, simplest ways to go about this is to actually think of one person who is your ideal prospect, right? So narrow it down to one person, because if you can talk to that one person, then you can talk to the bigger audience if you truly understand that one person. So how would you guys like that? Would you like some questions to kind of narrow down who your target market is? Would that be helpful? Drop me a yes in the comments if you'd like to get the eight questions, okay? Oh yeah, love it, Colin. Yep, Ray's awesome, he's awesome. Okay, so we're gonna get into these eight questions. And the first question is, what is your ideal client's name? Now, a little bit of recommendation around this, don't give a name that you of somebody you know. And the reason for that is that you don't wanna associate any of their character traits with this person, right? So you want a name um, of somebody that you don't know. And that's the first thing, give them a name. The second question is, how old is your client? Um, you know, and so narrow it down to one age. And some recommendations when you're doing targeting is 10 years younger than you and 10 years older than you. Um, those are some recommendations there when you're looking at age. So how old is your ideal client, okay? The third question is, what, is, what does a typical day for your ideal client look, look like? And really dig in here. So literally from the time they get up in the morning until the time they go to bed, what does their day look like? Do they work in an office job? Do they work outside? Are they on their computer all day? Do they have kids? Stay at home mom, stay at home dad? Do they have a spouse? Like really dig in what does their day look like from beginning to end, okay? Question four, what are their biggest fears? Um, and this is gonna be really important when you get into copywriting, right? Which anytime you post, 
or do ads, that's copywriting, guys. So this is going to be important to really understand what are the fears of your perfect prospect and really dig in on this. And then you also want to do the opposite of that is, which is what are their hopes and dreams? So what are their hopes and dreams for your perfect ideal uh, client? And then what extracurricular activities do they follow? Do they follow sports? Do they follow kids clubs or sports? Do they follow um, kids, you know, extracurricular activities that they do, their own extracurricular activities that they do? Also, question seven is what content do they consume? So is it blogs? Um, what books do they read? What magazines? What podcasts do they listen to? What YouTube channels do they follow? And then the last question that you want to answer is what groups are they in in social media? The reason for the last three questions are that when you do targeting um, through and using traction marketing, when you target through advertising, you've got to understand where your target market is hanging out, right? So if you understand what books they're reading, what groups they're a part of, what gurus they're following, then you can retarget and you can target the, the gurus pages. You can target the you know, authors of books. So that's the reason to understand those last pieces. And those are the eight questions to get you started on who your target market is and who you're really trying to flush out and be a part of building your audience. That's step one, build your audience. Okay, step two, um, besides build your audience, is engage with your audience. Um, and this can be done multiple ways. So the first rule of attraction marketing does anyone know the first rule? I, I'm just curious. Does anyone know the, the first rule of attraction marketing? I want to get some of your ideas. So when you're engaging with your audience, what type of content do you put out? Drop in the comments. I know some of you are going to get this and know exactly what I'm talking about. I want to see what, what you guys got there. So drop in the comments for me um, what the first rule of attraction marketing is. All right, so I'm gonna tell you guys, it's leading with value. So that is the number one rule of attraction marketing, right? You want to lead with value. So just like this daily dose of awesome, we uh, either educate, inspire, or motivate, right? And those are three great things. Yes, Becky, you got it, value first. You got it, I knew you would get it. Um, those are three great things. Chuck, yep, creating value. Educational, love that, Colleen, same, yep, putting that value out there. So um, those are three great ways, right? So it's educate, inspire, motivate. Um, you can make them laugh, right? Because uh, people need more laughing out there for sure. But putting value out there first, that's how you engage with your audience. And you can do that um, through video, through lives like this. Live video or video of any kind gives your audience a chance to understand, you know, what you look like, what you sound like, what your personality is like. And when you do lives like this, you can actually interact with your audience and give them a chance to engage on the page with you and engage with your content. So video is a great way to do it. Um, there's also another way to do it is also asking questions. Questions really get your audience to engage. But a couple things on asking questions. Nobody wants to write a paragraph answer, so keep the questions simple and keep it really simple for your audience to answer. Um, some great ones are fill in the blank, multiple choice, and um, would you rather. I like the would you rather questions because people really engage with those. And they don't always have to be business related, right? It can be let me just get to know my audience. Um, but you really want to engage with that audience, build rapport, build a community, and build relationships with those people on your page. Because remember what I said, 
Just because you're building online doesn't mean you don't have to talk to or engage or build relationships with people. And your engagement is a huge part of that. And once you've done that, once you've built up the community and built up you know, those relationships within your group, then it's time to promote to your audience. And that's number three, promoting to your audience. And you wanna follow the 80-20 rule here. So 80% not, not direct promoting with 20% direct promoting. And it's okay to promote to your audience once you've built that rapport and built up that engagement and built up those relationships. Um, online and then you can promote to your audience. So um, some ways to do this are building curiosity posts. Yes, Dave, building relationships is so important even when you're online. I'm, that's awesome that you know that. Um, so some of the ways you can do this is curiosity posts. So you can give a call to your action, uh, call to action to your audience. And you want to make sure that your call to action is very clear. Don't assume that they know what to do next. You always want the call to action to be clear and concise and one thing at a time. Because if you give too many calls to actions, it can get a little bit confusing for your audience. Um, so you want it to be very clear and very concise and give them the exact actions that they're gonna do next. Um, and then make sure that you follow up with anybody that comments or responds to your call to action, responds to your posts. And one of the things to be sure to do also is make sure you have a way to track it. Um, because a lot of people forget to track who they've followed up with, what conversations they've had, what they talked about. Um, so you wanna know exactly you know, who you followed up with and when so that you can go and follow up with them again, whether you do it through Messenger, uh, whether you do it through a spreadsheet, whether you do it from you know, old school pen and paper, it really doesn't matter. You just wanna have a way to be sure that you can track it. Um, and then there's gonna be one more step to attraction marketing, and it is to appreciate your audience. So when you have a page, when you've built up, you've engaged, you've done some promoting, you also wanna appreciate. So if you have people who have purchased from you, Definitely make sure you thank them. Do it in a public fashion. I mean, people love to, you know, just get the thank yous, right? Get the feels. Um, so make sure you're thanking customers. Make sure you're thanking business builders that have joined your business. You can do things like Tribute Tuesday. You can do Winning Wednesday where you celebrate small wins of your audience and you give them an opportunity to kind of be up in lights on your page. But make sure you're appreciating, appreciating um, your audience because some people really forget that last step and it's super important as a way to build community. So, okay guys, that is it for today and be sure to join us on Monday for your next daily dose of awesome. We take the weekends off. So be sure to join us on Monday. And if you found value in this or if you know somebody else who maybe is uh, falling prey to some of those myths that I did in the beginning, um, go ahead and share this with somebody that might need the information. All right guys, have a great weekend. Bye.